Welcome to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show, the program that shines a spotlight on positive real estate development and neighborhood revitalization in the city of brotherly love. Coming to you live from the G-Town Radio Studio on Maplewood Mall in Germantown. Here's your host, Alina DeLisser. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show. Today's interview has been several weeks in the making, so we're in for a real treat. Here with me today in the studio is a real estate investor who is making things happen here in Philly. Her name is Nicole Purvey, and she's an entrepreneur, an author, a podcaster, and, of course, a real estate investor. Nicole is founder of the Better Than Success Real Estate League, the largest and fastest growing real estate club in Philadelphia. Uh, the Better Than Success Real Estate League, also called BTS, provides education, networking, investment opportunities for, to real estate teams in the city. Nicole has also created Real Estate uh, Philly Real Estate Week, an annual week-long celebration of real estate investing and home buying in Philadelphia. And she's also behind the Women in Real Estate Summit, an annual one-day intensive real estate investing conference featuring a lineup of all-star women real estate investors. In addition to all of this, she's also the leader of a new affiliate chapter of the Jumpstart Germantown uh, Real Estate Development Program, and she also has a podcast called the Better Than Success Podcast, which was named one of the top podcasts for entrepreneurs by Entrepreneur Magazine. As you can see, she has a lot going on. I've barely scratched the surface. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's great having you here. So, Nicole, I know there's so much more about you that I didn't mention. Uh, for the audience, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, you grew up in Philly, right? Mm -hmm. I grew up in Philly. Um, I spent a little time away from Philly. Um, so I went to Temple University, um, Central High School, but um, I ended up moving after college. I lived in L.A. for seven years, and I came back here and... Um, long story short, I've been an entrepreneur for nine years and, um, we founded the better than success real estate league about two and a half years ago. And, um, we started out with four people in the room and knew nothing about real estate. And then the next meeting we had people literally spilling out of the door. Oh, that's fantastic. And so, you know, today now I invest in my own properties. I do flips. I have some rentals. Um, uh, we also, uh, in addition to my pro my projects, we pull our money together and in the group, and we invest in cohorts. Um, so we've done we're on a third cohort now, and um, yeah, I guess you know that's a summation. Yeah, that's like the forty thousand foot view. So we definitely want to go deeper into the the real estate stuff. But um, after graduating from Temple, mm -hmm. you went into the world of finance, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what was that like? You were in New York? No, or, I was, was actually in, in um, that was in L.A. I, I did it here in Philadelphia okay. and then in L.A. as well. I, I was an institutional bond trader. Um, I worked here at a, a boutique. Well, it wasn't really a boutique. It's the second largest brokerage firm, uh, Janie Montgomery Scott, one of my favorite jobs. And um, then I moved to L.A. I always wanted to live, live in L.A. I was like, well, you know, it's not the best place for finance. But I ended up finding a job, um, really good job. And um, I traded bonds institutionally there. Um, that means I traded bonds for large corporations. Smallest trade we did was 100000 Um And after going from job to job and having the top job that a 24, 25-year-old could ever dream about, um, I, I still wasn't happy. And I realized, yeah. you know, I needed to make some changes. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't the industry. It was me. It wasn't the job. It was me. So, um, so. I, I basically just I actually ended up getting fired, but I wasn't upset about it because I was I was very um, I knew that I wasn't doing what I was put here to do. But, you know, the journey, the journey was just day one of me actually figuring it out okay. of what I was supposed to be doing. So I decided to just be an entrepreneur. I, I never I have not had a regular job since then. And that was nine years ago. 
May I will be celebrating nine years. Oh, congratulations. Twenty ten. So does that then yeah, yeah. I'm moving into yeah, the ninth yeah, year, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you. So how did you get interested in real estate? I've always wanted to do real estate. Always. Um, through uh, one of my businesses, our Better Than Success brand, it was more of a media company for entrepreneurs. And so we were offering classes um, just about entrepreneurship at the office. And it was really kind of like a side business. And then we decided to just really start offering real estate classes because I wanted to finally learn. And um, we were just like, we're just going to meet up every week and have a different speaker come out and teach us different things every week. And then it just grew into this whole thing. So we, we had four people in our first meeting. And then now we have almost 300 members. Wow. And our meetings are like, like our last meeting. I wish I could show all our viewers our, what it looked like in the room. We we had to move into a... Um, so. We used to be in a small office on 2424 East York Street, and they had a conference room, and they allowed us, they allowed everybody to use the conference room. You just had to sign mm-hmm. up for it. So we did it there for a little while, and then one day I got an email, a long email, saying, um, and the email really wasn't any content in it, but basically, we are uncomfortable with your meetings. They didn't give me a reason was, why. Was this a university where you're meeting? No, at? we're at my office. Oh, oh. So our meetings were in the, the conference, conference room. room. Okay. The shared conference room. You just had to reserve it. Okay. And you were doing it after hours. Yeah. Like after 5 p.m. Yeah. They said there's been concern over your meetings. No one was loud. No, I left that place immaculate. I had all all our members okay. trained to cleaning it. Yeah, whatever. So um, there's been concern over your meetings. But here's the kicker. <laughs> there's been concern over your meetings. And... um. What you if, you wanna, if you want to book anything, you can do it for free from 9 to 5 and anything after 5, there's a fee associated with it. So, like, when I did the calculations, that, like, more than doubled my rent of the space. And the space that I was in, that I was actually occupying, was too small. So, both of the rooms were too small. Okay. So, my office space was, like, 450 square feet. Oh. And then, yeah, normal yeah. size, right? But it wasn't enough to hold the people. And then um, the conference room was maybe a little bit bigger than that. I would say maybe 600 square feet. And that was not big enough. So um, so long story short, we ended up moving into a big 3,000 square foot space. Wow. To house everyone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, so every, na- every Wednesday night we have anywhere from a light night is like maybe 60 people. Like last Wednesday we had probably... In between some 120, 150. So every Wednesday night, we're educating people about a different topic on real estate. Wow. So is it is it free to join or is there a monthly no. membership? So or? it's free to come to your Wednesday meeting the first time for non-members. Um, for members, so before I even tell you how much it is, I have to tell you everything that we do because the Wednesday meetings aren't everything. So um, the first thing we do is um, we do have the Wednesday meetings. Members are free to come there. If you're not a member, it's free your first time. And then after that, if you don't join, it's $30 a pop. And that'll actually, I'm going to raise that to $40. Um, outside of that, all of our meetings are recorded. So our members get access to the recordings because everybody can't make Wednesday nights. We have few people that come religiously because they're doing real estate full time, but Wednesday night prayer meeting. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like if you can't, you can go on the log into the, on your username with your profile on the website and, um, and watch the replay. You actually have access to all of the archives for two years. So um, our members get access to that. Outside of the Wednesday night meetings, we do something at least two, two Saturdays per month. At least two Saturdays. It's been really busy. We've been doing four Saturdays lately. Wow. So that thing could either be a boot camp where we're just like pick a topic, roll up our sleeves is really kind of like. So like we have someone coming in. um, we had someone do a intensive finance and we talked about business credit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so those are different various topics. We've talked about uh, zoning, whatever. Right. So that's on a Saturday afternoon. The other thing we'll do is we'll do a, um, a field day where we go out and take our members out in the field and look at maybe five to eight properties, um, various stages of the rehab process. And the other thing we'll do is we'll do something completely fun. Mm. So like we've, rented a lodge we did that twice and got going skiing we've gone whitewater rafting we went into the ping pong place the philly spin this new 
hip hop ping pong place. That wasn't all. Whatever. I don't want to <laughs> say. Whatever. Anyways. Um. So next month we're gonna go to um Top Golf, which I love that place. And so we we've we're always doing something fun. Outside of that, our members get access to. We have a new members class that members instantly get access to that helps them to be able to come into the conversation and teach you real estate math, how to tell if a deal is a good deal or bad deal. Um, some other real estate basics. The other thing our members get access to is um, our group chat, which if you never come to a meeting and you're a member and you just open the group chat, you will get at least a 400 level course every day on real estate because of the conversations wow. and people are asking questions and answering questions. Um, the other thing that our members get access to, it's a whole bunch of stuff. They get discounts on um, Philly Real Estate Week or free. So like, for instance, um, Philly Real Estate Week is coming up in June. So it's June 4th through the 8th. And the access to all of the events, six of the nine events during that week will be paid events. So the, if you want to pay to get access to all of them, it's like one. 50 I think it is but members we have 75 spots reserved for members for free and if you don't get a free ticket you get like a really deep discount okay. 50% okay. off a women in real estate summit members get we give an insane amount of tickets reserved for members for free so they get access to all of that as well but then the last thing I'll say last two things about uh, the two most important things that members get access to they get the ability to be able to participate in our investment cohorts so we literally pull our money together and um, we invest in various properties or it depends. Every member in the cohort is a partner. So we do a lot of stuff by voting. Mm. So the first group, we got a 40% return. The second group, we decided rather than actually investing, they all voted. They lent money to another partner team within the group. So we're like hard money lenders. Um, our money's due soon, by the way. <laughs> and um, the second cohort, we just literally just started. We raised, I don't want to say publicly, but we raised a lot of money. So we're going to really be able to get busy on something really large. So I'm really excited about that. Um, so our members get access to all of that. And the last thing that our members get access to out of all those things that I said, the most important thing is that our members get access to the networking and which is the, huge yeah. yeah which is really great because when you're doing all that education like i'm i'm the type of person i don't like to do a lot of networking because i hate small talk i just really do i don't <laughs> if i go to a networking event i'm taking someone i know and i'm sitting in a oh, corner okay. with them and i'm Conventional talking to them networking right yeah i just really don't like it but like when you're doing you're learning with people it forces you and you instantly become family like mm -hmm. we really are a family like really 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 are family we go to bat for each other we love each other very frequently do we have disagreements and I step in and mediate it. Um, we support each other. Like one of the members he joined maybe about six months ago and he also has a roofing business. And he said, uh, I ran into him in the, in the gym two days ago and he said, you know, 90% of my clients are BTS. So that's, wow. He's like, yeah, I mean, that's just how we do. We prioritize doing business that's with great. each other. That's we have, great seven core values and one of them is prioritize doing business with each other whenever possible right like so if your cousin is a roofer and he's cheaper like he's not a bcs member i absolutely want you to save money but whenever possible like we always check with the group first okay okay so is the is the membership uh annual subscription annual so membership a, or monthly it's monthly so um it is 257 to sign up and then sixty nine ninety nine. We just raised the price. So when we first started two years ago, it was twenty bucks a month, and um, whatever price you come in at, you're grandfathered in that price forever. Oh, that's great. So I told the members, you know, you guys, I'm going to go up to a hundred bucks a month, and then once we get at a hundred, we'll see where we are. Mm -hmm. And um, so you know, whatever you're in, at, you're grandfathered in. So we just just raised the price like yesterday, actually. So how do you how do you keep the community how do you enforce people actively participating because there're going to be some people that feel like just because they're paying the membership fee that that they're good you know they don't necessarily want to contribute to the community I tell them they from the day one that the, the way to get the most value out of this out of the group I literally tell them they get a video as soon as they join they get a video from me saying welcome and the first thing I say to them is the way to get the most value out of the group is to participate and come to the fun events not like not you just can, sit and watch all the videos. Not just not, sit and watch right. it. Even if you do come to the meetings, the meeting after the meeting is really the most important meeting. But the real value 
is coming to the fun events. And getting to know everybody. Getting to know everybody. I tell. I like to tell this story. When we went whitewater rafting, have you ever been in whitewater rafting no, before? No, I haven't. I haven't. Okay, this is the most intense it's, thing. Yeah. It's like really life <laughs> I've never been. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. <laughs> it's like for real legit yeah. life or death. I didn't know. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> we went whitewater rafting and like, first of all, not only is it life or death, but it's team building. Like everybody has to play their part. Or we're all going to die. Yeah, and the trust. Yeah. You have to trust everybody. You have to trust yeah. everybody. So, you know, it happens. People fall. Like the boats, they tell you, like, you're just going to top over. So one of the guys, um, his wife couldn't swim. We all had life vests on. And, like, she fell out. And uh, we all saved her. And so, first of all, the whole experience is four hours. And we're fighting and yelling. And, like, it took us probably maybe about an hour and a half just to get comfortable we were like yelling at each other. it was it was a wild experience so i say all that to say that that bond that we built um when it came time for i had an investment that i was considering and all of my money my personal money was deployed like my money that i was using to invest mm-hmm. so i didn't really have any money and so he's like hey if you really want to do that deal the guy whose wife we saved her life he's like if you really want to do that deal i'll you know i'll partner with you and then i'll be the the money I never ended up doing it, but but you knew that he was there. You knew that you could you could. If I didn't save his wife's life right. and we didn't have that bonding experience, <laughs> right? Like you're more likely to do partnership deals and with people that you know and like people that you know mm-hmm. and like and that you've you know threw a couple back with, you know, beat and pool or whatever. So um, and that you see every single week, right? Right. right? And sometimes twice a week. So yeah. So um, tell us about your first real estate investment. What was that? What was my, the first property? Actually, that you my invested? first property was when we did our cohort. So um, I was like, I had a lot of stuff going on because um, prior to doing any of this, I had a web design business and I still had my web design business. And the league was really growing faster than like it, it was more. I shouldn't say growing. It was the responsibility between running the league and um, because everybody wants to do something like this, but they don't realize how much work goes into mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Or not everybody, but. People say they want it. They're like, oh, my God, it's great. And then I've had people come around and then they try to start something similar. And it's like, you don't understand. You have to be a mom to all these people. Like, are you willing to be a mom? No. So um, we were, I was trying to run my, still run my web design business and do our, um, run the group. And so I was getting frustrated because I didn't really have time to do my own investing. And so I said, you know what? I'm just going to put a bunch of money into the cohort. And it made it easier because we we're all partners. So I got to share the responsibility, but um, I put a, a substantial amount, substantially more than everyone else because it was, I treated it as my first deal. So um, to, to answer your question, how was it? It was a really great experience. I got 40% return on my money. That's not even annualized. We only were in that project for eight months was it a multi-family or was it a, it was um, a single family a single family okay it was a single family we got a really great deal um it was a reo deal we had a great um gc on the project and um it was it was i don't want to say it was smooth no deal is smooth if anybody tells you that they're lying right it was as smooth as it could be for your first time because i had so much support from members and all of that um the craziest thing was that when we, after we put it on the market, we had an offer and literally two hours before we were going to go to closing, the person backed out. Why? She was crazy. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> she was, it was when you sell a house, the buyer, sometimes they may make some demands, like changes, changes, really small things. And so she was making these demands and we changed them all. And I don't know. I think she just got cold oh, feet. Still got, yeah. I think she just got cold feet. So that like really freaked me out when she didn't. Um, I was like, so I don't think I ever been more freaked out in recent years. Like when I first became an entrepreneur, I was definitely freaked out all the time. But then you learn to build up a callus behind it. And um, so this it, was two days before the closing. No, two hours, two hours. I was I had a oh, meeting. Yeah, that's. I had a meeting. So this was my day. It was, my day was, 
I went to the gym and then like you see, I just left the gym. I'm look crazy. I went to the gym and then right after that, um, I had a meeting with Stephanie Summers from the Summers team. Shout out to Stephanie Summers. Um, she's a big, big, big. She runs one of the largest um, real estate groups. They're now with Keller Williams. So I had a meeting with her for the first time and I was really excited. Like, oh, I get to meet mm. Stephanie. She's amazing. Um, her and her husband, Chris. And so I had a meeting with her. And then right after the meeting, I was going to closing. My meeting was at 10 o'clock. Closing was at 12. And so I'm walking out my apartment and walking, I was going to catch an Uber because whatever, catching an Uber that day, it was just more convenient. So I'm walking out and I'm got my outfit on and I'm cute and I'm like, I'm going to do a <laughs> bunch of Instagram on, you know, for the closing. So I want to look nice, makeup done all proper. I'm clink, 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 clink <laughs> on the marble floor in my apartment, out the, out the lobby in my apartment. And then one of the members called me and he's like, I'm like, hello? He's like, did you see your email? I'm like, no. He's like, she's backing out. I'm like, what? I literally said it really loud. I'm like, what? Are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, mm. So I had that meeting where I'm totally preoccupied. And I'm usually a person that I can, I perform well under pressure. Like, I could be having something going to S-H-I-T over mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. And then I could be sitting here talking to you and you would never, ever know. But that just freaked me out. It was my first time, and it was a lot of money. I'd never, like, outside of my businesses that I do, you know, I, I invest a lot of money in my businesses and in myself. I just had never done it, and, you know, it was just so much pressure because, like, I'm running a group, and I have all these other people I've gotten to invest in this whole thing with me and then whatever. But we ended up finding another buyer, like, 30, not even we end up closing like maybe 30 days later. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. But was she on the hook for the earnest money? Or? So what we so out of spite, I made her wait. <laughs> but we eventually because if if it would have went, I think like the um the procedure is it, it goes to like some type of arbitration and all that stuff. And so um I don't have it doesn't benefit me to keep her. It was like 1500 bucks. Okay. Okay. So we just made her sweat a little bit. Okay. For like months. <laughs> <laughs> we kept yeah, it. In, yeah, we kept oh, it. Well, we didn't keep it, but it was in um, escrow. Escrow. Right. Right. Well, that's good that it ended up. It ended up well. So, tell us about your connection with the Jumpstart program. So, um, I met Ken last year um, at Philly Real Estate Week. Someone connected us. Um, he ended up speaking at our. Um, We're talking about Ken, Ken, Ken Weinstein. Weinstein. Yes, mm -hmm. who, who's the founder. Right. Yes, who's the founder of Jumpstart, and. Um, I met him and, you know, he's really, really excited about his program for obvious reasons um, because it's it's a great program for people to participate in. So I, I said, you know, I'm interested in – so the way that he does a program is open source. So he literally publishes manuals. It's right on the website if you go to phillyofficeretail.com, I guess, or uh, uh, Jumpstart. Uh, jumpstart, uh, jumpstart, go jumpstart.org. Okay. Yeah. Go jumpstart.org. If you go there, you can see all the manuals if you want to start your own jumpstart program. And so um, I took the time and read the manuals and, and I thought that it would be a great idea to incorporate that into our program. And so um, I audited his program and, um, and so we incorporated it into ours. We did one cohort. Um, and the idea was that we wanted a place or a resource for our members who were in between. Like they're no longer new members, but they're not quite ready. But we wanted them to be able to get some context behind all the information that they had been getting. So, um, so yeah, that's how we did it. So the first cohort was that last year. Yeah, we did it in 2018, I do believe. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. And your affiliate is Jumpstart only? Or? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are the geographic, for, for people who might not be familiar, what are the geographic boundaries? So it's really no, it's really no boundaries okay. um, for, we try to, that is the area that I'm very passionate about. But in terms of the things that really define the boundaries or the program that places the, the part of the program that places restrictions on the boundaries is the funding. Um, one of the things that we do is we also have a commercial mortgage brokerage so we can get people hard money. Um, we just started it. We're about to start a program where we can get people hard money for as low as two and 10. Um, so we can do that. We can do it all over the country. 
So we've done we've done deals out in California. We we can do deals all over the country. So there's really no boundaries, but we do want to encourage people to invest in the only area because I think that it is a much very much so slept slept on area mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the city's filled with with uh, you know un, undiscovered gems, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So um, although you've only done one cohort uh, and it was so recent. Are there any success stories so far that you can share from that group or it's still kind of percolating? Co- we all, no, no, no. The cohort, we did, for, we got 40% return on our money from that cohort. Oh, oh from the, the Jumpstart Only. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh. oh you mean from that cohort for the for the Jumpstart yeah. Only mm-hmm. program. It's really difficult to say because um, it's, it's specifically for our members. So our members have so much resources. I mean, to try and ice, single someone out about being a... Um, being a success story is really difficult. Like literally all of our members have either within their first year, they end up doing a deal or they are wholesaling. Okay. The, I, I mean, and I think there's no coincidence One, we do a lot of handholding to get them over the hump. Also, we don't put pressure on them because there is a fine line. You don't want to, jump out and okay I joined now I'm ready to do a deal there is some information that you do have to gather but at the same time you don't want analysis paralysis um so yeah it's 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 trying to help people to ba- make keep that balance behind getting information but not having analysis paralysis mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we do a lot of support there as well um and we offer a lot of resources in terms of education that helps people to be able to lay out a path for them. So one of the classes that um, one of the things that they get in a new members class is how to choose a customized path for you based on the resources that you do have. So the resources that people have are either experience, time, credit, cash, and there's a fifth one experience time credit cash we'll say it's fourth today because i can't think of what the fifth one is um but out of those four resources you've got something if you don't have any of them then you're not going to be ready to do you're never going to be ready to do real estate you have to figure out you got to figure out something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you really only need one and then you can get busy but based on those those resources i can help you choose a path that will help you to get from not doing any deals and knowing nothing about real estate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to doing a deal. Now, how quickly you do a deal depends on a couple of things. It depends on your aptitude, right? Some of us learn faster than others, and the ones that learn slower, that's nothing has anything to do with you. I mean, that's nothing bad about mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. You know, you just this is what it is. You have gifts in other places. Um, the other thing is your willingness to actually come to the events, watch the content your willingness to network, and also how well do you respond to fear? Because on that first day, I don't care who you are, there's always some fear involved. Are you going to let fear overtake you? Or are you going to say, you know what, I'm fearful, but I'm going to do it anyway, mm-hmm. and I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are the things, and we try to manage that, and we try to help people to understand that. And also, you know, it's, all, it's really all about not putting pressure on people. Right. And then we have a very wide variety of people in the group that represent all different levels of competency within real estate. Right. So um, one day I had a conversation with um, a group member. And um, so in our group chat, there are people who a few people who are in there every day. They just make themselves, they're just having conversations. They're telling you the stories. They're telling you the ups and downs. They're in there every day, educating people. And then there are other people that's in there. They don't comment. So one day I'm talking and one of the ladies, she's like, yeah, um, I'm, I'm paying attention. And it seemed like everybody got a whole bunch going on. I'm like, listen, here's the thing. Don't let that pressure you. Because the reality is we have 260, 70 members, 270, something like that. The reality is we got 270 members. And there's probably maybe about 20 to 30 who are go hard. Mm -hmm. So that means that there's 220 who are in the same position as you. 
they're just quiet. So don't feel like you have to right. have some pressure. Right. There are members who are quiet and they are multimillionaires. There are members who are quiet and they have 10 properties. There are members who are quiet who have 100 properties. There are members who are quiet and have nothing. So don't. And then there are members that are on in the chat every day and might have haven't even done their first deal yet there's there's a member that i'm speaking <laughs> thinking of right now she has she's so, in there every yeah. day advising asking people, questions yeah asking questions <laughs> advising people making suggestions right so you can't to pull the trigger right so you can't use the group chat as a a benchmark for what you should be doing i say all that to say that it's really all about having people understand that they have to find the balance mm -hmm. for them you don't have to rush but you do have to progress and move forward. I don't care how little bit, how mm -hmm. little you're doing. So folks, we're here today with uh, Nicole Purvey. She is the founder and uh, uh, brain behind the Better Than Success uh, Real Estate League. And she's also affiliated with the Jumpstart Germantown program with an affiliate chapter in Olney. Um, so Nicole, I know that women, uh, getting women interested in real estate is really, really important to you. Why do you think it is that um, women aren't as equally represented as men when it comes to investing in real estate? What is it about this sector? Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I, I really don't. Believe, believe it or not, I really don't have any thoughts on it. I think that, um, I think that that is how it was, but moving forward, it's not like that. And we're just early in this. So like people that I meet and the way that I see things, like I don't, I don't know anybody that, that suffers from the stigma behind, especially women behind. I meet men who are, oh, I'll tell you this crazy story. I've been telling everybody this story. The other day I'm in the gym and um, I'm t after I'm working out, I'm talking to a guy and he's in real estate and we're literally sitting at the juice bar talking real estate exchanging ideas he's got a wholesale deal on a block i thought it i thought that it was on the same block of a wholesale deal that i did just a few months ago um and he couldn't remember the last two numbers of the digits and we i was trying to figure out if it was the same address so we're this is not him educating me or me educate we're exchanging we're exchanging information and we're sitting directly next to each other a guy walks up interrupts me mid-sentence says to the guy I hear you do real estate. He doesn't even acknowledge me. I hear you do real estate. I heard, I, I was just here listening to your conversation. Wow. I do. I'm a realtor. I just started being a realtor. Wow. Meanwhile, so, I'm the person that you probably should be talking to because I run a real estate club and I do a lot of stuff that helps realtors. Right. But how strong does the bias have to be? That for, you ignore me? Yeah, that completely? he overheard, he overheard the conversation, heard what you, you know, heard what you guys were talking about and yet addressed only the man. He didn't even say excuse me to me. I was literally wow. mid-sentence. Like, I was so mid-sentence that when he interrupted, I'm like... Excuse me. I didn't even say... I'm like trying to get the rest of my sentence out. Wow. So I, that I that I see. I know that there are people who see me and see what I do and is like, what the uh, hell Something does doesn't add up. Or something doesn't add up. Right. Must be somebody's girlfriend. Right. Must be somebody's sister. Right, right. Or must be a realtor. Right, exactly. Oh, people ask me all the time, am I must realtor? Must be a realtor who's selling a deal, but not, you know, not somebody who's like, investing, investing and right, and have a real estate club yeah, and all that exactly, stuff, right? exactly. So I see it from men, but from women, these women, these 2019 women are fierce. Our group is is more women than men. I didn't for a while we were about 50-50, but it's not like a, not enough for you to like notice. It's like probably like 60-40. Well, that's still huge. I know. And that's still huge. I mean, um I I I'm familiar with like commercial real estate and um whenever I go to a commercial real estate industry event, it's overwhelmingly men. Overwhelmingly men and a lot of times when there're women there, um, you know, they're commercial real estate brokers or they're the marketing person or, you know, they're not somebody who's actually there to do a deal. So yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's very strange. Our group is, is, I think, I think what's happening is, um, there's just definitely a renaissance right now that are happening amongst women mm -hmm. and more specific, not more specifically, but women. Yes. Black women. Yes. They're just, it's, it's two different renaissances, but they're just happening. They're awakenings. And I think um, also with black women, you know, often 
and this is can be supported by statistics, oftentimes the women are single mothers, they're the breadwinners, and it's like, listen, I... I'm I gotta make something to, happen. I gotta yeah. make something happen, yeah. and I don't want to be working a million jobs. And my kid is getting on my nerves. I need a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We got one member. I, oh, her, I love her to death. I really do. And shout out to Takia. I was going to say that. Shout out to her. Her son. Before I met her son, she's like, "My son is bad as stuff," and she don't say stuff. And I'm like, "He can't be bad. No, he bad. This is how she. No, he bad." No, he can't be bad. No, he is bad. <laughs> she brings him to the meeting, maybe not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before that for the first time. I, is this all a little, little kid or a teenager? He, no, he's five. Oh, okay. okay. All little kids love me, okay? So he immediately falls in love with me because I give him a lot of attention. But he's just, I say, he's not bad. He's just colorful. He really is. So like if I had him and he was my son, I need a nanny. I can't. Okay, I couldn't right, do it. Right. I, I can barely do it. Like, so he came to that meeting. And then the next meeting, which was Wednesday, he was there. He was stuck to me like glue. Yeah, put him to work. <laughs> Have him hand out flyers. No, <laughs> no, not this one. I said to him, <laughs> I said to him, I said to him after the first time meeting Check him. Check the said, membership rules. <laughs> I, said him, I said, listen, after we like played and laughed and joked and then we were about to part each other and I gave him a big hug. He asked me for her. He was like, can I get a hug? Aww. So I'm like, okay. So I said, Aaron, listen, I need you to do me one favor. And I said, you, you got to do it, though. He's like, what's that? I'm like, listen today. You can do whatever you want to do tomorrow, but just for the rest of the day, I need you to be good. Be a good boy for your mom. Just give her that treat. He walked away from me and said, I don't need to hear this. <laughs> not, not the answer I expected. <laughs> he said, I don't need to hear this. Five years old. <laughs> Incredible. So, yeah, I would need a nanny and I need real estate. Let, listen, right. I need okay. a customer to check for two, four grand a month. <laughs> I can't do it. I can do it. I can do him. <laughs> oh my goodness. So talk a little bit more about some common mistakes you see into it too fast. Trying to that is a very like, okay, I pay my they feel like the clock is ticking. I started the, I I joined the group, I paid my money right. and I need it's, to I need to get I need it's to It's a competition, do. it's a race. And it's like, okay, I can teach you real estate math. I can teach you how to how to leverage your money. I can teach you all that, but there are just some other things that you're going to learn just from inherently, just from sticking around just a little while, especially if you've never done it before, just hanging around just a little bit. You get to learn who to talk to, who to ask, who to ask different questions, just, you know, just that. But I think sometimes they just feel that clock ticking and the clock is ticking, but you can't rush just that. I don't know what the word is, but you, you can't rush being ready, be really, truly ready. So for the, for the people that are, um, your members, is there an additional, like more formalized coaching component that people could get if we they wanted to, to do it? I mean, just, so we have, so we do have some members that I would recommend specifically like, members that I would recommend mentor. that would mentor. If you, you know, one guy I always say like, Hey, if you like, they want to do a deal in the next six months. And so they, you know, they want to you be can really do focused. it in six months, but I would say closer to the six months, just come to the fun stuff and come to as many meetings as possible. Six months can do it, but sometimes members will join and then they think Go they're dark. ready the next yeah. month. Oh, okay. No, right. they think they're ready okay. the next month. Like I, I was, uh, what, what this guy asked me? He joined and then the very next month he was like, he, he asked me something and it was so wrong. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, like listen, just slow down. Yeah. Just, no, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No. <laughs> just so, just do me that thing. Because this, this, whatever the thing, I can't remember what the thing was, but it was just so blatantly wrong. That I, I knew that if you had this wrong, then you have a bunch of other things wrong. So just slow down. I wish I could download in your brain everything immediately, but you just have to just mm -hmm. be patient. So who's the biggest person who's had the, who's the person who's had the biggest impact or influence on you as an investor so far? Is there, has there been one person? Um, I would really say, I, I'm going to, I know you want me to say like a superstar person, like, uh, Bart Blatstein is, is one of my mentors. He's, he's an amazing, amazing guy. He's definitely influenced me, but I'm going to say Jabbar Fairweather. Um, he is one of the biggest wholesalers in Philly. He's one of our founding members. He wasn't at the original first meeting. He was at the second meeting. 
And um, he's just a very giving person. He's also one of my best friends. Um, just a very giving person with knowledge and information and support and everything. He does so for all, almost all of our members. And um, he definitely influenced me. Um, that's a good question. I didn't, I never ever thought about that. Who was a single influence? So he's influenced you because of his leadership style, because of his, um, his humanity. I mean, what's no, it? he's influenced me in terms of just, see, I'm the type of person I learn fast, short term. So like, if it's something that I need to learn for, like if, if it was a test and you told me you got to take this test in 24 hours, I could learn everything short term. But long-term stuff, I'm a Taurus, I'm stubborn, and it works in multiple ways. I'm stubborn in absorbing information and integrating it into my life. So um, that's why I said there's nothing wrong with being slow to learn stuff. Some people, for me, just to absorb it and, like, integrate it into my day-to-day and my new Become way of thinking of is right. hard. Okay. So in the sense that I spend so much time around him, and he knows so much, and he's seen so much. He's been in real estate for 20, 30 years. 20 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 20 years. So um, with him being in real estate for 20 years, he knows so much, he sees so much, and I spend so much time with him. So I was, I'm able to absorb and see the possibilities. He's seen, he knows everybody. He knows this person who did, you know, ain't had two pennies to rub together yesterday, and now they own 30 properties in Philly. And he just knows so much. So just by having conversations with him and spending so much time with him, he's allowed me to download and absorb the information that I need to absorb. I still don't do it at a pace that I like to, Okay. but that's just, you know, I'm just stubborn. So it sounds like he, he, he's a natural mentor. Um, in terms of key people that newbie real estate investors need to be associated with or have on their team, who would you say are the three key people, like in terms of roles, um, that a newbie investor needs to? You need to have a finance person, um, and that would be, you know, my partner in BTS Funding, which is our commercial mortgage brokerage. So go to btsfunding.com if you guys are looking to get financing for your deals. We do up to 100% rehab and construction. Um, so you need to have a finance person. I would say um, my partner, Mark Brown. Um mark.loans on instagram if you're looking for him um the other person that you need to have i would absolutely say is a jabbar a, a person who knows how to analyze deals who knows who has access to deals who has access to information you need an information hoarder someone who just knows stuff and then that one of the things one of the pieces of information that they need to know is deals because deals are hard to come by. So that's what either going to be an all-star wholesaler an investor, somebody who just is just out here in these streets, um, someone, or maybe a, a realtor who is an investor friendly realtor. Um, and then I'd say the third person would have to be um you need to have a good contractor that's hard but it just is what it is so you just need to start mm -hmm. chumming up to people mm -hmm. that are contractors that have good reviews so what's your investment criteria what do you look for multi-families okay and um, in what neighborhoods um right now i'm in west philly and west oglane um but i'm upper north or uh, upper northwest um only and um, because I have a multi-unit in West Philly right now, I continue to West Philly. I'm not a fan of West Philly for only the reason of I don't like driving in West Philly <laughs> because there's no highway that goes. So, like, if you're close um, to the highway, that's great. But, like, West Philly is huge. And, like, you could be driving on a one-lane street with stop signs at every corner and potholes behind a trolley for 40 minutes <laughs> if i don't have to go to west philly i don't want to go but um west philly is great are, are there any other neighborhoods um where you see a lot of opportunity for real estate investors kensington in kensington mm -hmm. that's going to be the next buy and hold area 
our office is in Kensington and it's scary right now. <laughs> it really is. But um, that's the next buy and hold. That is absolutely going to be like the number one. They actually, I don't know if I missed it. They had a meeting in West Philly um, about um, some stuff that they're doing in West Philly right now. Um, so absolutely um, pockets in West Philly. Um, Upper Northwest is always good. So Nicole, what's on the horizon for you? I mean, where do you where do you see the the league growing to? What what you know, two years, three years, five years from now, where would you like to see the uh, your real estate business? Um, so in terms of the league and in terms of your investing. Okay, two different things. Okay, so um, people ask me that question: Where do I see the league growing to? And I didn't have an answer, and I used to feel bad about that. But the reality is, I don't have an answer for two reasons. One. My focus is not thinking about making the league grow. My focus is on making sure that the members that are there are being the best that they can be. I, you know, it's hard work. And so I never want to lose sight of the fact that there are 200 and over 250 people, almost 300 people that believe in me and the vision and something that I've created. So I have to make sure that I take that very seriously. So I don't know. And I don't care. Long as the people it's working right now. No, it's not that it's working right now. Long as the people that are here are getting fed. I don't know. I don't know. I know that we're not going to shrink. I don't know if it's like we stay in Philly or we go to different cities. I don't know. For a minute, I was thinking about that, but I'm like, I just got to make sure that the people are here are getting fed and getting the most that they can while it still makes business sense for me. Because we are still not in the black so, for running the league. So how big, It's expensive. How big is your team working with you? Or so it, it's different sizes. Right now it's only, so it's four of us that like actually like do work. Um, but then we have a huge support system. I should, I'm sorry, five. Um, but we have a huge support system. We have members that do mm-hmm. different things because I had to cut some costs back because it's really expensive. It's really, really, really expensive. So, um, so the expenses come from the locations where you're having the meetings. The location the, put the, we put a lot into the education. So, like, yeah, we put a lot into the education. And Philly Real Estate Week is not cheap. Women in Real Estate like, Summit is not cheap. And you have to pay speakers to come. Or? No, we're oh, not there okay, yet. Okay. A- eventually, we will. Um, we're not there yet. Staff is not cheap. Having staff is not cheap. So, um, with that being said, the answer is, I don't know. I know we're going to be bigger. Okay. okay. I know we're going to be way bigger. Okay. <laughs> that is, that is the goal. The goal is to make sure that every single member that comes through that door has the resources that I cannot force people to watch the videos. I can't force people to take my instruction or my advice. I can't do it. Right. But what I can do is make sure that your plate is full. Now it's up to you to eat. Oh, that's a good analogy. Yeah, that's good. So tell us about your um, the upcoming, the 2019 dates for Women in Real Estate mm-hmm. Summit and the Philly Real Estate Week. So Philly Real Estate Week is my, my, my whole life right now. It's just totally taking over my whole life. It's June 4th through the 8th. Um, I'm going to be, within the next two weeks, the agenda will be published on the website. Tickets, I think I'm going to put tickets on sale today. <laughs> um, tickets will be going on sale today. Um, I don't want to say too much about the agenda just yet, okay. but it okay. is fire. Oh, great. Super fire. Super duper 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 fire. The only thing that I will say is because someone let the cat out of the bag at our last meeting is that we're going to have a great event with some representatives from the White House about talking about Opportunity Zones. That's one of the events. One of the nine events. So, um, so yeah. That's great. So where can folks find you online? What's the best way to connect with you? Um, which website addresses do you want to give? So, so you can, can find me on Instagram at Nicole Purvey. That's N-I-C-O-L-E. P U R V as in Victor Y. That is where I do most of my communicating. Um, you can check out the real estate league. We don't. I don't really update the site the way that I'm supposed to as much as I'm supposed to, but it's it's good enough. If you go to betterthansuccess.com and um, the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. That's where I put out most of the information and what's going on and all that good stuff. Or if you search better than success in iTunes or in Google Play or in Google Podcasts and um, 
you can download. I have a free course that I teach people the basics of basis basics of real estate investing. Um, if you go to better than success.com forward slash free course, you can get the new members class that we teach for our members um, that, you know, has been so successful for our members. It's only like a little over, it's like an hour and 20 minutes. So like you watch this hour and 20 minutes, you're going to shave off years of mistakes and trial and error and learning curve. Trust me when I tell you, I've, I have a mad experience on understanding where people mess up and I address a lot of, address a lot of the stuff in that course. So go to better than success.com forward slash free course. That's great. And the women in real estate summit, that's going to be in the fall. That's going to be in the fall, November. I, I'm sorry. I don't have it. It's like either the second or the third. Okay. Um, the first Saturday in November. Okay. But all of these events, um, are referenced on your, your better than success website right i'm not talking about women in real estate okay it's too far yeah that's I'm six months get, i'm trying to get through proof okay. and i know i'm supposed to plan it a year like they just had a grant cardone does his um 10x conference mm-hmm. they just had it in february he's already selling tickets and promoting i'm like i'm so behind the ball and he's got a massive team <laughs> he does so y'all just had to bear with me <laughs> and when i put the tickets on sale buy them because they get bought up somebody i put the tickets i did put tickets on sale on the website and i always put them at a deep discount because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Somebody, people have been buying tickets to women in real estate. And I'm focusing on Philly Real Estate Week. So oh, that's great. It's at a di- I mean, th- that's how it was last year. So if you want to go and you can find the tickets that's- on the website. I, don't, I haven't published it. Okay. Like I haven't, it, I, I should say no I haven't agenda. promoted yeah. it or anything. It's out there though. It's, yeah. They're digging. Right, right. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> well, folks, there you have it. We've been talking with a real estate investor and entrepreneur, Nicole Purvey. It's been great having you on the show today. Thank you for coming in. And so we're at the end of another show, you guys. um, I'll be back again next Friday, same time, same channel with another interview. So until then, have a great weekend, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.